Welcome to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. I'm your host and the president of IAW, Megan Bizzuto. This show features amazing women from the IAW community who are climbing the corporate ladder and taking their communities with them. Are you ready to be inspired? Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to Unlimited Horizons by the International Association of Women. I have a fantastic guest lined up for today, somebody who I've got to know over the past year or so. She's just such a a bubble of energy and so bright and enthusiastic and such a huge supporter. So I'm thrilled to introduce you to um to us today. So Vicki M. Crockett is an educational professional with 23 23 years of instructional experience. Vicki has worked with multiple school districts offering curriculum support and professional development training to optimize learning outcomes for underserved students. Her work includes supporting struggling learners, designing accelerated curriculum for gifted students, and implementing authentic problem-based learning programs with global applications. Vicki has served in leadership roles within her specialization to include mentor, teacher, teacher leader, professional development presenter, interdisciplinary curriculum trainer, and departmental chair. In January 2020, Vicki was awarded a Fulbright Fellowship through the Distinguished Award in Teaching Program, where she engaged in teacher training and curriculum designed at the University College of London. As an extension of her work in the USA, Vicki conducted an action research study on culturally inclusive teaching and learning and its impact outcomes for underserved students. This is an ongoing project that has been shared with schools in Georgia and California with a recent partnership in Brazil. While at UCL, Vicky partnered with local schools to study effective strategies and to support outcomes for representative student committees. In addition to growing her business internationally, Vicky was part of the global launch team for IAW London, serving as the member engagement coordinator. Vicky, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here on the podcast today. I'm excited to be here, Megan. I'm honored to have the chance to share. And as you know, I am always 100% all things IAW. So this is an exciting chance for me. I I appreciate that enthusiasm for IAW. And it's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you and your business and following your story. Um, I think it's really incredible what you've been doing. So tell us how you got started in education. My pathway took an interesting turn, an unexpected one for which I'm grateful, those serendipitous moments. I had been working for seven years in the legal field, actually, and was feeling burnt out. I felt that a lot of what I was doing was not aligned with who I was striving to be as a person, as a woman, as an individual in the world. And after separating from my firm, I was trying to figure out what life needed to look like next. And a friend of mine recommended substitute teaching just as a stopgap until I could determine what I wanted my next steps to be. So I took the training. They certified me. I walked into a seventh grade ELA classroom in 1999, so many years ago, and literally felt like I had just found my place in the universe, you know, open heavens, angelic chorus, all that. Uh, And that was the beginning of the journey. I have worked with a broad range of learners. And one of the things that I started to feel um, maybe about 10 or 11 years in is that we, there was just a, a community of students that I always felt I was missing 
every year. And objectively, of course, they say you can't reach every student. And I know that in my brain, but in my heart, I just felt that there had to be a way to reach more. If I'm not going to get 100%, I just, I needed 99.5. If I couldn't have 100%, I just needed more. And that was the pivot that then led me into some independent research, some additional study, uh, some private reading, global assessment of what was working in other regions of the world. And that became the foundation then for where we are now, teach educational consulting, serving in Atlanta, in the U.S., and literally now globally to support students and support teachers and help make sure that we're just serving as many children as we can. We're going to take a quick break to talk about the International Association of Women. We talk a lot about the challenges women face, and we know that the best way to overcome challenges is with a supportive community by your side. The International Association of Women is here to support you throughout your professional journey. No matter where you're at in your career or business, IAW has the resources, tools, programming, and events to help you make progress towards your goals. This includes frequent networking events where you can show up authentically and share your ask with the community, a resource library filled with ebooks and templates, and monthly workshops and webinars that are geared towards helping you maximize your potential. Visit www.iawomen.com to learn more about the IAW community and how IAW will help you fast track your success. All right, let's get back to the show. I love. I love that story. I love that you you were in a career. It felt like it wasn't working. Everything wasn't aligning. You pivoted. You you tried something new as a way to kind of figure out where you're going to land and you found your passion. And I can tell talking to you when you talk about teaching and showing up in the in the classroom space and supporting children, um you light up. It it clearly is your passion, right? Um, that's amazing. I also, as a mom of three kids, including two middle schoolers, I, um, I give you so much credit. (laughs) (laughs) The classroom is not a place that I would ever feel comfortable. (laughs) Some days I don't feel comfortable there, but that's, (laughs) that's the exciting part of what, um, I think we're going to be diving into next in our discussion is uh, how we thrive, even in those spaces where sometimes it's not always comfortable because, trust me. And you know, just as a parent and parents are the first teachers. And so, you know, as a parent, there are some days, even with your own children, where you just kind of wake up in the morning and say, what in the world am I doing? Is this going to be okay? And so that's what we do as teachers. That's what we do as teachers. And I strive to support everyone who has taken on this journey, what to do on the days when you wake up and say, what am I doing? (laughs) That I love that you just pivoted us into this conversation about those days, because I think this applies really no matter where you are in your career or business journey or life, right? There's who doesn't relate to that feeling of waking up some days and going, what am I doing? How am I going to get over this? How am I going to do this? I'm so uncomfortable. This space is not for me. Um, so let's, let's dive into that. Right. Cause you, you said like showing up in a classroom, sometimes that, but you've also had those moments with building your business. Right. And absolutely. so how do you, what do you suggest to, to help us thrive when, when we're not comfortable, when we're in a space where we're waking up feeling like, Oh, maybe this isn't the right place for me, 
or questioning our path. One of the things that has helped me stay the course is, first of all, asking myself, once I acknowledge, so let's start there. The fact that it is okay to acknowledge when you feel like you don't know. I think that often as women, as strong women, as women entrepreneurs, just in general, in all the spaces in which women function, that sometimes we internalize this idea uh, that the definition of a strong woman or a successful woman is that we don't ever have those questions. And that's so not true. So first, giving yourself the right to say, today is one of those days when I'm just not sure. And then having accepted that, drilling into it, because I think sometimes we tend to avoid, but just really kind of rushing, well, not rushing into, but moving toward that moment and then saying, what is it about this particular moment, day? student, business opportunity, client, that makes it uncomfortable for me. Because I think when we drill down into what it is that makes it uncomfortable, that is what then opens us up to finding the pathway to success. And so being able to honestly say, I am uncomfortable in this space because I feel that I'm surrounded with people whose way of processing is very different from my own. Okay, they process differently. They're looking at this situation differently. Now, I ask myself, is there validity in how they're processing or what they're thinking or what they're feeling? And can I then leverage that to allow me to join them in that space? So that's the process for me. First of all, giving myself permission to say that I don't know or that I'm uncomfortable. Secondly, then asking myself, what is it that makes me uncomfortable in that situation? Thirdly, then figuring out if there is a value that I can find, even in that discomfort, and then seeking to connect that value to a space where I can function. Wow. That, that you just, you just, provided some great, some great thought process for anyone showing up in a space where you just feel like maybe, maybe you're overwhelmed or you feel like you don't fit in, or you feel like you don't have all the answers. Um, I, I love that you started with, Hey, you know what? It's okay. <laughs> Let's acknowledge yes. it. Let's come from this place of, I, I think you completely are right with this idea that so many women have this perception of a strong woman doesn't admit defeat or doesn't admit they don't know something or doesn't Mm -hmm. admit that something is hard. And we have to, we have to walk away from that. It's okay to say this is uncomfortable or this is hard, or I don't know what I'm doing. And I think that when, when we acknowledge those things, it then gives us the power to, to really drill in, as you said, and figure out what's really going on. So I love, thank you. That, that I love the way you set that up. Um, so when we talk about challenges, obviously the, this has played out for your business as, as you, as you launched your own consulting business, how have you overcome this feeling within the the market and looking at other people around you and, and realizing that there is space for you, that, that you're unique and that your skills do matter when, when like kind of a, a real life example of this thriving, when you get uncomfortable. So I hesitated for many years, really even launching my business because I 
was telling myself, there are so many people doing this, especially in larger markets like Atlanta, for example, where the educational consulting space is heavily populated. Um, and then one of the things that I had to remember, and at first I thought it was a, a really simplistic approach, but when I thought more deeply about what that actually meant, it became the doorway that I was able to use to launch into this adventure. And it was a statement that a friend of mine made to me. I was expressing some of the frustration that I was having with the bureaucracy of school and how I felt that in a lot of ways, it was not serving students and trying to figure out what I could do to help. And a friend of mine who is very direct, I adore her because she doesn't ever, she, she doesn't play the nice games. She loves me relentlessly. And so that means that she confronts me as well. And she finally just said, Vicki, you know what? I've listened to you complain about this for three years. You know what the answer is. So why don't you just get off your butt and do it? And I, tr I started giving her all the excuses about, well, there are so many people and there's this and there's that. And she looked at me and she said, but none of them are you. And none of them can ever be you. So just do this the way you would do it. And after I kind of walked away, I thought to myself, why didn't you realize that three years ago? Yes, there are other people operating in this space. Yes, some of them are bigger and they're affiliated with large organizations and communities and they're serving this really broad range of, of individuals, but none of them can be you. And there are people in this space who need the things that you have. And so for me, that first hurdle was embracing the fact that the concept I had may not have been completely new, but the way I was going to deliver it was simply because nobody on the planet named Vicki Michelle Crockett has ever done this. I mean, other people have, but I haven't. And so what I have is going to be different just by virtue of that fact. So embrace those things about who you are or who we are we have to embrace those things that about who we are as individual as people first and then that becomes the dna that we infuse into everything that we do and there is no replication for that there absolutely is no replication for that and that became the first step just being me and moving in the direction of what i specifically could share um, so that was the first hurdle, getting out of my own head and realizing who I am is going to be the difference maker. Right, right. That, that I think you said that so well, right? Each each person is unique and you have to be really careful not to compare yourself to what other people are doing or what skills other people have. You can use your competition. You can use that to help fuel where you're going, but don't try to copy. Don't try to mimic, take your, your unique self, because that's it. That's, that's where the magic is, right? It's, it's you, it's your value. It's your uniqueness. It's your training. It's your education. Like that's, what's going to drive momentum for you. Um, you touched on something that I want to kind of wrap up here with. You said that it was a, a friend of yours that, that pushed you three years ago. Right. And I think yeah. that that's one of those things when, when we get 
comfortable with being uncomfortable and we start asking the hard questions and we start drilling into who am I and what am I doing and how do I figure this out? Having people around you who will support you, but will also call you out, I think is really important. Mm -hmm. So how do you, how do you build that, that community? How do you find the right people who are going to not just kind of say, oh yeah, you're doing a great job. You're doing a great job, but are really going to really going to give you the the motivation and the support and, and truly tell you what you need to hear? The first thing that I always look for are people that I know have a similar heart. And when I say a similar heart, not necessarily views and feelings, but at my core, I am a person who wants to support and help other people. And so when I look at my community, my bigger community, whether it's family members, whether it's friends in Atlanta or global friends that I've had the blessing to build over the years, every last one of them, regardless of what they do, are people who genuinely have a heart to help and support other people. And so I always start with that core. But the next thing then that I do, especially when I'm having strategic conversations, is I challenge myself, leaning back into that discomfort. I challenge myself to have conversations with my friends whose personalities are very different from my own because they're going to bring things to the conversation that I don't even think about because it's just not the way that I am shaped, you know, mentally or emotionally or psychologically. But they're also going to ask the questions that I may not want to ask myself. So my youngest sister, for example, is another person. She's one of my biggest cheerleaders. But in terms of her methods of operation, they are they are the antithesis of the way that I operate. Like she is a 180. If I'm pointing north, she's pointing south. But that has been an integral part of me growing in some of the ways that I have over the last few years, because she is the one who will say things like, okay, Vicki, that particular project that you're working on, like, I think the reason that it's taking so long is because you're trying to make it a little bit too touchy-feely, just give them the products that they need. She's able to recognize when my big personality may actually be working against me instead of working for me. And I always think that that's the win, but it's not always the win. And so I force myself to have conversations with people who do have different perspectives, you know, who are the direct people who are just going to say yes or no, and not, well, maybe we could look at it this way and it might potentially work because sometimes it's just not going to. Um, and so that's something else that we have to do. Find the people who have your heart because the core of who you are has to be who you are. But the methodology, there's always room for improvement and growth in the methodology. And so you need people whose methods are different from your own. And, and even within the IAW, I mean, Katie has been a godsend. And we both know Katie is about the business. And so many times, you know, I've kind of walked away from conversations with Katie, like, ouch, Katie could have said that to me kindly, but she was being kind. And she was being kind because she was giving me what I needed for me to right. get to the next place. Like, Vicki, just do it. Just do yes. it. Okay, yep. Katie, I'll do it. 
And, and that's what I needed in that moment. So, yeah, yeah. I think, I think sometimes we have a tendency to stray away from the people who Mm -hmm. tell us what we really need to hear, even if Mm -hmm. we don't want to hear it. Um, but it's those people we really need to lean into and embrace because likely what they're telling us is, is something that's going to be impactful and it's going to help. It just may not feel good in the moment. Right. And And it, it broadens our reach, honestly, because there are opportunities that I know would not have opened up for me if I had not adopted some different approaches. And so sometimes those friends see opportunities and open doors that you don't see for yourself because you're operating in that comfort space. And there's just a whole big world. There's a whole big world outside of our comfort zone. So if we constantly have friends who are pushing us in that direction, we discover those places. Yep. Yep. Yeah. The magic happens outside that comfort zone, right? It's, it's hard to step outside of it, but once you do, there's a, there's a whole big world of opportunity. So, um, get comfortable having the uncomfortable, yes. get being uncomfortable, I think is really, is really the, the message. So, um, Vicki, as I said, when we, we started, I, I find you so inspiring. I love following you. I love knowing what you're up to. I just, I love connecting with you. So thank you for your support of IAW in this community. We're, we're definitely all in this together. Um, as we wrap up here, I want to encourage our listeners. So we've got Vicki's um, social and website linked in our show notes. Go connect with her. Go follow her. She's she's a fantastic person to connect with and know whether you're in Atlanta or whether you're in London. She's all over the place. <laughs> um, Vicki, as we wrap up, any any final words or thoughts you want to share with our listeners? I would like to encourage everyone, as a lifelong learner myself, as hackneyed as that may sound, it is true. And so just as a closing thought, I, I want to encourage everyone, um, try an uncomfortable thing, you know, maybe once a month, find something uncomfortable and give yourself permission to do it in your discomfort, uh, in its newness, because I believe, honestly, that the next great thing is, is just beyond the horizon. So keep taking those steps. So yes, we've got three more months left in this year. Every month, pick something to make yourself uncomfortable with, and then just discover what wonderful things happen as a result. Love it. Love it. Well, thank you again for joining me here today to all of our listeners. Thank you as well. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We will be back again next week with a brand new episode. So stay tuned and have a great day. Thank you for listening to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. If you would like more information about our community, visit our website at www.iawomen.com.